Hello to my fellow humans with true crime obsessions. Welcome back to Crime Obsessed Dog Mom. I'm Michelle, the Crime Obsessed Dog Mom, with my co-host, I think he's snuggled up in a blanket upstairs, the baby dog known as Rory. Today we're going to look at what the judge in this case said was the most cold, calculated, premeditated murder he had ever seen. It's the murder of Seth Jackson. Hello everyone, welcome back. Like I said, today we are going to cover the murder of Seth Jackson. Uh, quick life updates, um, nothing too crazy happening, um, but it's cold here in Michigan uh, <laughs> uh, as usual, um, but nothing, nothing too crazy going on as of right now. We have been just kind of hunkered down and continuing to do our thing. Uh, sorry, there's like a very loud noise outside my house just now. Um, but yeah, keeping busy with work. We're kind of slowly going back into the office. I know they recently just announced some like mandated office time. So that kind of sucks, but we'll, we'll roll with it. Cause that's just what we do around here. So nothing too crazy going on. We will, um, keep updates coming. I, I, I think the every other week is going to be best for me right now with some stuff that we have going on. Nothing too crazy, but we do have some stuff going on. So we will continue to kind of work on doing bi-weekly. Hope that's chill with everybody. I know the last time I checked, I think we had like 1200 downloads or something like that. So I think we started off the year really strong, which I'm, I'm loving. So let's get into the case. Seth Tyler Jackson was just a regular kid, regular teenager. He was born February 3rd, uh, just a few days ago, um, in 1996 in Bellevue, Florida. He had a couple of older brothers, and they, for the most part, they grew up in a place um, called Summerfield in Marion County um, in Florida. Uh, he attended Bellevue High School. Um, he wanted to be a UFC fighter. Uh, to according to one of the sources that I found, you know, his parents described him as a very friendly, outgoing, funny kid. You know, he's popular with the girls. Um, he loved hanging out with a lot of his friends and doing four wheeling and everything like that. And in addition, he was, you know, uh, a, a, an animal lover, which we love to see. While he was in high school, he began a relationship with a girl named Amber Wright. Um, from what I read, his his parents didn't really think anything of her. Uh, she seemed to just be kind of like a typical teenager. and uh, But they did definitely see through some of the clouds that she was putting up as far as like manipulation. Uh, she seemed to be pretty manipulative. Um, they started dating in December and they ended up getting, um, I almost said getting divorced, but breaking up like a few months later. Um, but it was pretty toxic, short lived. Um, and it ended up, and you know, it ended up ending because she had been unfaithful. So she had been un unfaithful and, uh, it sounded, it, Amber cheated on Seth with an 18 year old, uh, Michael Bargo. Um, Seth was obviously upset 
as anybody would be uh, after finding out that they had been cheated on and actually ended up cha- uh, challenging this Michael kid to a fight. Um, there was a big, there was a difference in age by a few years, but apparently Seth um, had emerged uh, victorious. And um, while this breakup was going on uh, between Amber and Seth, it was a very, what I would say, typical breakup when it comes to social media, just back and forth fighting, posting, you know, really shitty things about each other. Um, and everybody could see it because it was social media. Very, very popular, especially at this time. So there's a lot of heat when it comes to this breakup, right? And um, one of Seth's friends named William uh, stated that apparently this Michael kid thought that Seth had abused Amber. So there was just a lot of animosity between the two. Um, And then even in that April, which was a couple months after the confrontation with the and the breakup and everything um Seth's mom uh, overheard Michael at the house um kind of confronting him and saying something along the lines is I have a bullet with your name on it it say at that around that same time uh in April Michael and his friend Kyle Hooper who was 16 at the time uh challenged uh Seth to another fight at a mutual acquaintance's house, uh, Charlie Isle's house. Um, it's just a, a rural trailer uh, in Summerfield. Um, when he approached the home, um, when Seth was approaching the home, Jackson and his friend, they, um, Seth and his friend who had, you know, come with him to be supportive, heard a, a gunshot and left. Michael, he had a 22 caliber heritage revolver um, inside of the, the house that they were at. And he had shot at Seth and his friend to kind of just scare them off a little bit. Um, at this time, Michael was living at this Charlie, it's, it's a female, Charlie's house, along with his friend uh, Kyle and another person named Justin, who was a little bit older. Um, and then Amber, who was the girlfriend, uh, Kyle's sister, um, often uh, stayed over. One night when Amber and Michael were at a friend's house, Michael had said, had apparently stated something along the lines is, we need to kill Seth Jackson. Nobody likes him. We need to kill him. So everybody kind of hesitated at first, but everybody eventually kind of agreed um, and they kind of began to devise a plan. Um, you know, Supposedly, Amber's job was to kind of lure uh, Seth to Charlie's house um, where the group would then shoot and torture him. So the night of the murder, uh, William Samalot, who was friends with Seth and had said that there was that misunderstanding that Michael thought that Seth had abused uh, Amber, they were at a friend's place and they ended up kind of splitting up around 9.15 and Seth uh, was headed towards Charlie's house. There had been a a text chain between him and Amber that night uh, that showed that he had, she had asked him to come over um, with kind of like the pretext that they were working things out and maybe getting things back together. Seth had a feeling that this was a trap um, and even replied to one of the text messages saying, quote, Amber, if you have me jumped, I will never give you the time of day. But Amber gave him a reassurance, uh, you know, to convince him you know, saying, I could never do that to you. I just want you and me back. So Seth was correct about the trap. 
Um, so he met up with Amber and Charlie and they ended up walking to Charlie's house. When, um, when they kind of showed up, Kyle, who's one of the friends, uh, uh, hit Seth over the head with a blunt object. And then Michael shot him with a 22 caliber, that 22 caliber that he had. Um, it, it, he was only injured at this point, which is kind of wild. He ended up um, running out of the house. And at that time, Amber and Charlie, they hid in another room. So they, they hid. Seth ran away. He almost made it out. Um, and he got almost all the way back to the road. Um, however, they did shoot him a second time. And they brought him back inside. Um, and they dragged him into a bathroom. They shattered his kneecaps. Uh, so he could fit inside a sleeping bag, which they were going to store his body in. Um, they did realize at some point that he was still alive through everything. So what I read is it kind of looked like that he was still alive when his kneecaps were broken. They continued to assault him. Um, and Michael shot him several more times, uh, including shooting him in his face. Um, they took the body and the sleeping bag into a fire pit and they burned it. The following morning, Michael and Justin went to a quarry um, in Oscala. I think that's how you say it. Uh, and they were driven there actually by James Havens, who was Amber. Remember Amber and Kyle, they're related um, by her, their step. Her James is their stepdad. Um, they took his remains. They filled in paint buckets and they dropped it into the water. Uh, and it was weighed down with cinder blocks. At the house, um, Kyle was there helping Amber and Charlie clean up with bleach because um, imagine, right, they're shattering his kneecaps. They shot him a ton of times. There's a lot of blood. So they're cleaning it up with bleach. When he didn't come home that night um, or even call his parents, th something was wrong. And his parents knew that. They knew, his mom especially knew, that her son was very responsible and would always call and notify her of her whereabouts. But when he didn't, they called the police to report him missing. The next day, there was all over the local news, right, um, that, that Seth had disappeared. Kyle, uh, which was one of the boys that was there, was home with his mom, Tracy, and they were kind of watching the news was there. He, Kyle crumbled immediately, admitted to his mom that he knew what happened to Seth and that Seth was dead um, and that he was involved. Um, and she ended up calling the police, which if you think about it, it's kind of crazy for somebody to call the police on their kid, but she definitely did the right thing. Um, everybody, you know, she, he spilled the, the beans very quickly. Everybody, um, besides Michael, uh, had been arrested because Michael had actually skipped town. So Amber, Kyle, and Charlie, they all claimed surprise that Michael wanted Seth dead, but soon the homicide detectives, they kind of saw it right through them and they gathered the real story. Um, they got placed in a holding cell, the three, um, Amber, Kyle, and Charlie. They spoke about the murder. They're, they're stupid kids. Um, with Ky even Kyle saying that Seth deserved to die. So they accidentally, stupidly admitted right in a holding cell. Like I mentioned, uh, Michael had escaped town. He had asked uh, James Havens, who's the one um, that had helped with the driving the body to the quarry. Um, he drove him to Stark 
uh, Cal- or not California, Florida, to stay with an out-of-town girlfriend's family. So it sounds like he was kind of having a lot of girlfriend. I don't know about this. But then um, Michael, not being a very smart person, announced that he had committed the murder and had like graphic details to four separate family members and a neighbor. Um, he was really excited about talking about all these gore, uh, gory details, how he broke the kneecaps um, so his body would fit into a sleeping bag. These people, they 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 ended up calling the police. He was arrested at that location uh, where he had, had been hiding the next day. Um, and once in jail, uh, jail told a further two witnesses of his crime. Um, search warrants, they ended up uh, finding the murder weapon and the ammunition that was concealed in the trailer, uh, as well as some of the human remains uh, in that fire pit. Um, they ended up going to the quarry uh, and finding a five-gallon bucket with a plastic bag. Um, they found it floating in the water, and they ended up finding more um, that had been weighted down with the cinder blocks. In June of 2012, all of them were sentenced to life in prison for the murder, except for James, um, who was the older stepdad. He pled guilty to accessory after the fact in 2018. Um, something that's crazy that just kind of sort of recently happened in 2020. Um, Charlie, uh, she actually got released, um, from prison, uh, about eight years later, right? This, this happened in like 2012. I don't know if I mentioned that, but they started dating in like 2011 and they ended up, he ended up dying in 20, uh, 2012. Um, she ended up, Charlie ended up getting out of prison in 2020 because she ended up pleading to a lesser charge. Um, Michael was the only one that was actually sentenced to death because he really instigated the murder. Um, and he was actually became Florida's youngest inmate on death row. Um, and then there was the case that went to Supreme Court for minors that were on with life sentences back a while ago. Um, but in 2021, the Supreme Court did uphold his sentence. So back to Charlie getting released. So March 2020, which I'm sure is a time that nobody will forget, um, a federal judge ruled that Charlie uh, received ineffective counsel because of her trial attorney failed to object to portions of the law enforcement interrogation video um, that they was used to convict her. Um, So they, you know, the appeal went through, um, and her ever conviction and she was released after her life sentence um because she had only had i think it was second degree um it was a plea plea bargain from what i understand um her a new attorney this is different attorney from the t- uh the time of the murder uh and the trial and everything her new um attorney his name's Jose Bales uh she said it was he said it was very bittersweet she said that Charlie, or he said that Charlie is happy to be going home, but doesn't really feel like it's a time to celebrate um, because she does really feel bad for Seth's family. So thankfully, Amber, Kyle, and Michael are still in jail um, and will continue to be in jail for life. And like I said, Michael will be getting is on the death row. But Charlie got out, it sounds like, on a, from what I could kind of read, 
and it was a hard, I think, a hard time to do a re- lot of reporting on it because it was in early 2020 when COVID kind of hit and everything. But from what I could gather, it sounds like she pled to a lesser, a lesser charge and ended up getting out oh, and out of the the um, the death or the life uh, life sentence and is out now. Uh, only after serving like eight years. So that was kind of crazy. But that's unfortunately all I have for you. Very tragic case of young love turned turned wrong. Um, it's sad that these kids thought that this was the thing to do, this poor kid, you know, and it makes it breaks my heart that he thought something was wrong. Um, and unfortunately, he was right. Um, and this love that he thought he had cost him his life. Well, thank you all for tuning in today. I appreciate it. If you have any feedback, please feel free to let me know. Uh, check out my TikTok at CO Dog Mom Podcast uh, on the Twitter and on the all of the places. Just look up CO Dog Mom Podcast. I appreciate your, feed, uh, your time. Make sure that you snuggle on those animals. Stay true crime obsessed. And I'll holla at you all in two weeks. Bye.